welcome to the return of the 63rd episode of the non-player character podcast a video game podcast with character i am your crazy train host paul and times have changed and times are strange here i come but i ain't the same mama i'm coming home leonard how's it going leonard what how's it going leonard uh it's going fine. What the hell was that intro? <laughs> it was it was an intro. I don't know what you're talking about. That that intro was the wackiest. I'm I'm ready to go to Dragon Ball Super. Like you're paying me a dollar more. <laughs> what was that, Dan? And, and that's what Paul comes up with. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Also with me in studio and not over Zoom. Times are times gone by seems to be. You could have been a better friend to me. Mama. I'm coming home. Katie, how's it going, Katie? Is this a Guns N' Roses song? No, close though. Who is it? I know this <laughs> How's song. How's it going, Katie? Just fucking tell Was me who sings it. Is it a friend of mine? It's a little bit of Ozzy. Who? Ozzy, Ozzy Osbourne. Who? Who the fuck is that? You don't know who Black Ozzy Osbourne? Black Sabbath? What the fuck is a Black Sabbath? No way. I, I'm stopping the wow. podcast forever. What? I'm totally wow. fucking with you. I just wanted you to feel really old. Holy crap. <laughs> I started sweating. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to break up. <laughs> with me over Zoom on a phone like a Luddite. You made me cry. You told me lies. But I can't stand to say goodbye. Mama, I'm coming home. Dan, how's it going, Dan? <laughs> your mom to come on this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, i mean one day she might especially if one of you guys tells me they don't know who ozzy osborne is oh <laughs> uh, yeah no um i've been doing good uh not you know sick or anything yet but maybe soon maybe soon who knows and of course, lastly, over Zoom, who's a Zoom pro now because of all of his classes that he's been taking. I could be right. I could be wrong. It hurts so bad. It's been so long. Mama, <laughs> mama, I'm coming home. Kent, how's it going, Kent? Well, uh, an alien invasion is my last spot needed for the 2020 bingo. So I think it's going all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I got they had it in GTA, though. So. <laughs> they had yeah, it in GTA, so that was fine. So there you Loch Ness go. Loch Ness Monster Boom. is Bingo. real. Did anyone have that one on their bingo sheet? Loch, Loch Ness? Yeah. No. No, I don't. Huh. Sorry. I didn't have that one on my sheet either. <laughs> <laughs> so today we are getting back into the swing of things. It's been a long time, but I think we can do it. We're going to be talking about news, of course. There's been a lot of news. PlayStation 5, Cyberpunk, some delays, and some crazy Destiny stuff that got ooh, exploded into the gaming world. Um, and then, at the end of the show, we're going to be talking about something that we need to talk about, especially during these crazy freaking times, and that is charities, specifically gamer charities. But first and foremost, I need to catch up with my buddies and you you, dear listener, you need to catch up with your favorite NPCs. So I am going to ask Kent, how are you? How was school in this weird time? How was gaming? What have you been playing? Let's get this going. Let's start a dialogue. All right. So school was okay. I mean, online classes are a little bit of a bitch, but um, I could slip in playing some switch and stuff in the meantime, especially animal crossing came around right when finals hit. 
Animal Crossing um, was the quarantine savior for every person alive, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, as for games I've been playing, um, I've been playing The Last of Us Part Ado. There we go. Um, I've been playing SpongeBob Rehydrated <laughs> Battle for Bikini Bottom just okay. to even it out, you know? Right, right. You need that ultraviolence <laughs> and then cartoony whimsical yeah, like get my ultra violence from SpongeBob, get that car- cartoony <laughs> whimsical combat from Last of Us. Yeah. And sense. then just to have a little bit of an outlier, I finally got Persona 5 Royal Edition. Okay. So that has been fun. I hear um, I hear it's like a different game. Uh yeah, I've heard there's a whole new semester at the end of the game which I don't know what that equals to, but <laughs> that's content. So, <laughs> did you play um, it uh, when it first came out? No. Nope. So, okay, that's okay. why I got it now. I right. had just missed when everyone was playing it, and then they announced the royal edition. I'm like, oh, I'm glad I didn't get the original edition. I'd be pissed. And then I finally got it. It was on sale on PS Store. Okay. Um, I'd say it is definitely one of the most uh, themed and stylish games I've ever played in my life. All right. That's high praise. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, huh. Okay. So, uh, zoom is yelling at me because it told me that we aren't running out of time because they gave us free 40 minutes. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they're telling (laughs) us that. (laughs) They're telling us to wrap it up already. (laughs) (laughs) They know where this podcast is going. Uh, so yeah, I've, I've been playing last of us Two, and I've loved it. I finished it today, uh, because of course I did. I had to do it within a week. Um, cause I'm like that with last of us. It's a wonderful game and it won't get game of the year. And that makes me sad, but, uh, I'm also playing a bunch of PC games cause I got myself a nice gaming laptop, uh, so that I don't have to game on my, my big monolith of an audio editor. Um, Endless Space 2, which is a game no one knows about. Uh, Settlers 7, which is a game no one knows about. And a a game also no one knows about called Universe Sim. All of these games have gone way over the head of our listeners, so I'm going to move on to Katie. Katie, what have you been doing during these crazy times? Destiny. uh, Yeah? Just Destiny. Good to know things change. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did... I did. Wait, what did I play? What did you play? I don't remember now. Animal oh, I played Crossing. a little bit of Star Wars um, Jedi Fallen Order. Oh. And Animal Crossing. And right. I got bored with both. Oh. There wasn't enough killing things in Star Wars and zero things to kill in Animal Crossing. So. Oh, you haven't found the killing thing in Animal Crossing? Wait, what can, what can I kill? You could just sneak into other people's houses and murder them in their sleep. Oh, that's you, you wonderful. I mean, I'm pretty sure my Tom Nook's dead, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I've been loving Animal Crossing. I don't know what you, what you guys are talking about. I've been playing that. I, I'm trying so hard to do like the, like changing my, uh, my uh, town. Right. And like doing the custom roads, but it takes like so goddamn long. Oh yeah, no, uh, it is, it is not user-friendly in the slightest. No, not even. Um, I really wish that they would do something about that, but they won't ever. <clears throat> so destiny, huh? That's, mm-hmm. uh, not surprising. We're going to move on. How about that? Wow. Okay. Dan, tell me <laughs> what have you been playing? 
Uh, well, I've left you plebs behind, except for Paul. I've joined the PC Master Race. Hello? <laughs> oh, yeah. And Katie. Yeah. I was going to say. I forgot. You played us on you know, PC now. You? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She actually just got yeah, a... Uh, frames per second. <laughs> wow. She actually just got a fancy new desk and chair and uh, a monitor. Right. Isn't it amazing to just like have a nice little battle station? Yeah, it is. I'll send you guys a picture. It, it looks amazing. <laughs> we'll, we'll post that to the Twitter too. I think that'll be fun. Um, okay, so Dan, Master Race Dan, what have you been playing on your Master Race PC? Um, what have I been playing? Arc. Oh, he's of back course. at it again. Dan, back with his addiction. Dan, we, we oh, no, had a conversation no. about it. I was this. playing that on PS4. Uh, PC, I've been actually been playing Valorant. Valorant, huh? Yes. That's that new Epic Games, right? Uh, hmm. No, it's uh, Riot Games. Riot Games. Guys right. who do uh, League of Legends. Right, right. The other guys that need a union. Okay. Is it good? Um, yeah, it, it's got a few early issues. I mean, it's only been out for like a month, I think, at this point. Um, which is... You know, it's not too bad. There's a few animation issues, but they actually do a good job of patching and updating and kind of keeping things balanced. Good. Uh, very much a Counter-Strike meets Overwatch style game. Uh, yeah, you, you told me about this a couple of weeks, maybe a week ago or something like that. And uh, I, I've, I've wanted to get on it, um, but Apex, of course, exists. So it's going to be tough to pull me away from that. I mean, and... you can just play Apex on your Switch <laughs> and then actually play a real game. <laughs> trust me trust me if nintendo approaches riot games and says make valorant for switch they will do it in a heartbeat i don't think they can it's actually like a good game that doesn't matter overwatch <laughs> is on the switch uh, okay, <laughs> uh, but yeah past that i've actually uh, gone back to you know slumming it and playing the last of us too which all joking aside is freaking amazing and it looks freaking amazing oh it looks amazing i'm really glad i got my 4k tv when i did because oh it looks good oh yeah yeah Yeah. that does so that leaves me with one last person to ask how they're doing and what they've been playing and that's leonard so i'm going to ask him right now leonard what have you been doing and what have you been playing uh i've been breathing um i've been uh you know just uh surviving you know because apocalypse is here right it seems so and uh just it's a great way to stay in shape (laughs) um i've actually been playing quite a bit of games um i've been playing animal crossing then i had my little like two weeks or three weeks of eh and I went, oh, okay. Now I'm back to it because I finally got KK Slider to my island. There you go. I still haven't really gotten any songs. Um, but besides that, I've been getting back into GTA Online. And uh, I played with Ken. Really? And it was really fun. Yeah, cool. we played um, played with a little group of mine. We got my sister playing after a long time of not playing games in general. And it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it was a it was a really fun experience, especially when we were like so tired, like we were falling asleep during the mission. <laughs> yeah, it was like two in the morning. There you go. That's good. Um, I uh, I actually played uh, Red Dead um, mm. with with uh, somebody, 
and it wasn't fun. It wasn't as fun as I thought it was going to be. Let's read just put it that online. way. Yeah, read that online. Yep, that online has been dead and abandoned. Yeah, it's um, it's a challenge. It's a slog, is what it is. And uh, I don't trust anyone. One more time. Have you tried Red Dead on PC yet? Uh, no, I haven't because I don't want to buy it again. Because I don't want to buy it again. <laughs> I hear it's good though. I've also been playing Last of Us Part Two. Uh, I'm only in like some of it. I'm at the turning point where you're officially uh, Ellie, but that's it. Okay. 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 Yeah, I wouldn't say anything further than than that. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's good to catch up with you guys. It's been far too long, and I know that this this time is uh, a challenge for everybody involved. Um, but I'm glad that we can at least get onto this new technology called uh, Zoom, Zoom, and really connect once more. It's called Zom. Zom, right? Cool. <laughs> so we are going to take a break. <laughs> we are going to take a break, and we're going to get back to the real show, which is going to be news, and then we're going to talk about charities because I think we need a little bit of happiness right now so we'll see you on the other side i got depression and now for another thrilling adventure of if half-life 3 came out today episode four the coffee shop Hey, Chaz. What's up, man? Did you hear Half-Life 3 is out? What's Half-Life 3, man? And so concludes another thrilling adventure of... If Half-Life 3 came out today! Welcome back, everybody, and it's time for news. Leonard, I want to start with you because there is something I haven't heard from you in such a long time. And I think I speak for everyone listening and everyone here on the podcast. I think we need it right now more than ever. Leonard, what news do you have for me? Well, uh, the news is of a variant of a console type, uh, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. more of an uh, IP itself. Uh, wow. it's, uh, it's very um, old type of news. Uh, mm -hmm. It gets very tiring sometimes. Yes. 
but you know, um, deep down inside, it is uh, uh, very uh, exciting. And uh, that news is Nintendo news. There, there it is. is. Uh-huh. And oh, I hate like every second of it every like time. Never left. I love it. <laughs> All right, Leonard, what is this Nintendo news? Um, well, first thing, uh, Pokemon Snap is a thing. Yes, it is. I so, cannot wait for Pokemon Snap. If you want to beat your meat to a uh, Pokemon, go ahead and do that. <laughs> that jumped an escalation. I hated that. Next thing up, um, Animal <laughs> Just, Crossing is doing really well. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's doing so well, and it came out at the perfect time. It's like almost Nintendo planned it. <gasps> oh, my God. New conspiracy theory. Exactly. Uh, guys, You're I, welcome. I just got an email from some. Hold on, hold on. From the Illuminati, it says delete this. Old meme, but classic. Um, there's a lot, so I'm going to just try to push through. Yes, uh, Min Min arrives to arms, or as okay. they say, she um, arms herself. I would understand that joke if I knew what Min Min was and cared. <laughs> about arms right right <laughs> understandable uh yeah uh besides that um things like star wars episode one racers is apparently going to be coming i saw that and which, i think it's uh just a direct port they didn't touch the graphics at all which i yeah. appreciate i think that's a good thing because um definitely i think that's one thing a lot of people really want it's more like they don't really some people do care about graphics some people don't and i feel like a lot of the people are just like no just give us the racing we don't care about the graphics right. yeah the fmvs are like uncompressed now and everything <laughs> um i think all the cheat codes even debug mode still works wow okay okay that might be fun <laughs> that might be fun yeah yeah no online though, but it has split screen. Oh, that's good. <laughs> split screen in handheld mode. How, <laughs> how to break your switch. Um, next up, uh, Pokemon LOL is coming to Nintendo at some point. <laughs> right. Uh, so this, is the, uh, this is the Pokemon mobile you're talking about? Yeah. So if you definitely wanna um if you definitely wanna play, if you wanna be like a League of Legends person and rage and say N words like nothing on a Pokemon server, then go right ahead. Now, Dan, um I can't remember Dan K- Kent, I can't remember which one is the MOBA guy. Is it is it Dan? I'm pretty sure it's Dan. He's the yeah. 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 Um so are you gonna be playing Pokemon League of Legends? No, no. Just a flat out no. You're not even going to give for, this a for, try for hard, six no. months. No, no, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I mean, it has like lanes and jungle and everything that you're. Yeah, used to. I mean, no. Be king in the north. <laughs> you could be king of the Pokemon. All, all I'm saying. Mm, that is tempting. <laughs> that is tempting. Uh, also, uh, isn't there like a cafe game coming out too for Pokemon? Sure. I, mean, I, I, cafe. Honestly, I honestly have not been keeping up with my Pokemon news. I haven't even beat Sword or Shield yet, so that tells you where I am. Yeah. They really um, are poking the IP right now. Yeah they, yeah, they really are. It's kind of funny. Um, next up, Burnout Paradise actually came out for the Switch and. Nice. 
I think that's great because I love Burnout Paradise and I'm probably going to spend another 30 to 60 bucks, whatever the cost is, just to get it so I can play a uh, portable classic. Dude, that's game. the problem, that price point. God. <laughs> is, it, is it 40 bucks? It's, I have it, no idea. I think, it, <laughs> I think it's like 40 or 50. Oh my God. Um, when you can get it on PS4, PC, Xbox for 10, 20, 15. Yeah. And it's always on sale too. It's always on sale. Yeah, yeah. It, it probably yeah. comes with the DLC now too. I don't know oh, yeah, which yeah, one does, but. And uh, I think the last thing uh, I won't dedicate it because it's actually not Nintendo news at all. But I'm just gonna say it um, because it is something that I am very excited about. Uh, Paul, Dan, Kent, you guys should know me well enough to know what it is. And if you guys don't, then that's. It is what it is. Um, so two people from EA got together after, I believe it's seven, seven years. I already know what it is. And um, if people don't know what I'm leaning to, uh, let's just say it was trending on Twitter for so long and many YouTubers and just people in general were talking about it. And now it's finally come to fruition. Ladies and gentlemen, we may possibly be having Skate 4 actually coming out sometime in the future. You know what it is, right? It's uh, EA executives saw people were excited about the Tony Hawk remake. And they're like, oh, I guess people do like skateboarding games. Yeah, they, And then yeah. they told them to just announce that they're making it. <laughs> they looked at that uh, like indie developed skate game that skater xl skater xl and they're like oh wow a lot of people are playing this that's kind of funny uh actually i I did hear a little bit about the origins for how skate you know got rebooted um there was who worked at ea and she was promoted and her first um action as whatever position she was at was to bring skate back um because of all the fan um things this is at least their official statement all the money. Yeah, yeah, yeah money. So, but I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see it come back. Yeah, no, it's been, uh, it's been a long time. I've missed, uh, I've missed Skate quite a lot. We have Splinter barking in the background. If you guys couldn't hear, Splinter's back in the studio. Yay! Everything is gotta make almost an back to normal. Yeah, he's got to make an appearance. Um, okay, so Kent, speaking of games that have been rebooted or are coming back in some form. Can you talk to me about this new game? Yeah. I'm proud to announce that uh, Time Splitters is making a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That'll never happen. But uh, what is coming back is uh, Rogue Squadron in a way. Uh, Yay, aptly no way. titled Star Wars Squadrons, not Rogue Squadron, because you're going to be playing as both the Empire and Rebel Scum at the same time. Two separate campaigns. Create your own character. There's going to be PvP. It's going to have co-op. It's going to have little raid-like mega missions and stuff, and that's coming out October 2nd, 2020. So it's definitely something to keep an eye out for until the inevitable delay. So... Uh, I am excited, though. Right. So you were telling me a couple things before we started recording about this game that, um, you know, it it makes you excited, but um, also nervous. Why is that? Um, I mean, like, 
it was a pretty quick uh, production because uh, I think it was Criterion is the team that did the Starship Battles in Battlefront. Yeah. Battlefront has ended its support, and almost a few months after release, they stopped adding stuff to the uh, Starship mode in that game. And so it seems like after that, there's probably a little bit of a cadence, and then they started working on Rogue Squad, or sorry, just Squadrons. And that gives it, you know, around less than two years of development. Um, I noticed as like an avid Battlefront player, uh, a lot the of the models. The <laughs> you must spoke, yes. you're the best in the world. <laughs> a lot of the models are reused. Um, I mean, it's being smart with your assets. If you have a high yeah. res, you know, Twi'lek model, uh, why would you not use that? Right. Um, but you know, nice. just, uh, I'm not expecting this to be like a super crazy in depth filled with content game. I mean, it's only like $40. Um, so just from the get go EA charging something at $40 is kind of a flag saying like, Hey, this isn't going to be like a 20 hour campaign with like 20 maps at launch. It'd probably, and they said it's not a live service game. So it may be one of those things that they kind of release it and they're for the most part done with it, which is fine. But yeah, I think some people are expecting a remake of uh, rogue squadron games or even like a collection or something that's going to be like insane. Um, I wouldn't go that far. Just temper your expectations. It's always to have them lower and then have it, you know, exceed those low expectations rather than having something that nobody can whip up together within two or less years of development time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I could actually, if this does well, which who knows if it will or not. Um, but if this game does well, I have a feeling that they might do sort of like a, uh, Bioshock collection thing for yeah. uh, rogue squadron one, two, and three. Um, because as it stands right now, you needed two different systems to play those games. Uh, and you know, they were not optimized. Their sound was kind of crap. Uh, each one had their strengths and weaknesses and none of them, um, sort of dealt with the, uh, main trilogy and the prequels. They were either one or the other. So to have that sort of all on one disc or all on one file would be kind of nice. But yeah, uh, yeah, I guess we'll and see how this, like this wedge is back. So they're going to it's still going to be like the original trilogy. But again, it's not during the trilogy. It's after it seems like a lot of these Star Wars games are, you know, trying to move away from the original trilogies. So, yeah, interesting. Yeah, I mean, D Disney sort of gave them like a green light for a specific, a very specific point in time in the Star Wars universe. And they're uh, going to milk that point in time dry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay, so, uh, Dan, I think there was a game that you wanted to talk about, too. I wasn't I mean, sure. I, I can't... Only a game I'm going to talk about between now and four years, probably. <laughs> I, I've I've never heard of this game before ever. Um, I don't even know. I think it's like an indie developer that made it. Yeah. So you, just uh, lay lay the information down on the uh, on the public. Well, from developers of Witcher three, one and two, and Gwent and Thronebreaker <laughs> and Netflix series. And the Netflix series. <laughs> and the new Netflix series that's coming out in 2022. 
Um, <laughs> so excited. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, uh, sadly delayed again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who saw that coming? Yeah. Forever and Everyone. ever. Everyone. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, given so that this it, means that the game is going to be shit, right? Like, if a game gets oh, delayed yeah. once, that means it's better. But if a game gets delayed twice, that means it's worse. Yeah, that means it's in like development hell in the game. Exactly. So this is actually going to be good when it comes out. Ooh, you Ooh. son of a bitch. Got if you weren't on Zoom right now. <laughs> you still wouldn't do anything. Uh, exactly. Um, yeah, so when The Witcher 3 was originally coming out, I was actually lucky enough to play like an early build of it. And the horse, and there was just so many bugs with the game especially the horse would run into things and it was almost unplayable you keep calling um, him the horse we all know his name okay. i don't know why you're doing this hey I, i'm not everybody's played the witcher 3 you should play the witcher 3 i don't know why you're listening to this and not playing the witcher 3 if you haven't but, played the witcher 3 you've seen yeah honestly why are you listening to this podcast if you haven't played the witcher 3 at least a little bit because and i'm a part of it also uh the witcher netflix series come on because I'm a part of it. Okay. All right, Leonard. You have homework. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, so uh, CD Projekt Red has always done a good job of basically like making sure that when something comes out, it is as good as it can be. They are like uh, their team in Poland, I think. Yeah. Um, you know, they really just, they put all of their assets into one IP. If you like notice, they don't really have too many IPs or games that they focus on, it's because when they launch something, it's almost like a make or break. Like if CD Projekt, if Cyberpunk 2077 like flopped, I think CD Projekt Red would be at risk of like going out of business. Yeah, yeah. It so, is like, make or break their heart for every game. Um, exactly. However, they do have the support of the Polish government, um, which that's like one of three game studios in the entire world that have uh, government backing. I know there's one in Germany. I can't remember their name. Um, I can't remember where the third one is. It might be Thailand. Um, but yeah, they have government backing, which is uh, a very interesting way to make a game. I, it's because they generate so much revenue. And right, right. like, how many things do you know come from Poland? So it, it really does kind of put Poland on the map. Yeah, certainly does. All right. So before we move on to the... Um, buried the lead i am just going to mention that um i have been loving last of us and last of us uh broke a, a sony record by um four million copies sold which um is the biggest first party uh sale that they have done congratulations to naughty dog and their very very tired overworked team and congratulations <laughs> to neil Druckmann and his writing crop um Katie, you have buried the lead this week. I hope you, <laughs> I hope you understand the pressure that that puts on you. This is our first episode back, and buried the lead is our most popular segment. Is it? That, is this podcast <clears throat> even listened to by anyone, more than our parents? Uh, no, actually, yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> hi, mom. <laughs> Wait, your parents listen to the podcast? <laughs> Pretty sure my dad does at least. Hi, dad. There you go. So, so you have buried the dead. lead this week. Don't mess it up. What do we got? Uh, sexual harassment Ooh. and also assault. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, that's that's worthy. <laughs> Break it down for us, Katie. Um, basically, I think June nineteenth or June eighteenth, 
um, a Twitter user in the Destiny corner um, tweeted out, hinting that there was a prominent, well-known figurehead within the Destiny community that was a giant piece of shit and no one even knows about it. And then the next day, um, Mind of Snaps uh, came forward with allegations and basically proof that uh, content creator Say No to Rage, also known as Lono, had um, touched her inappropriately and <laughs> been extremely suggestive, suggestive in DMs and such over a long period of time. Uh, several other women came forward about their own experiences with Say No to Rage. Uh, big, big Destiny figureheads came out and basically confirmed those stories. Um, confirmed that he had been uninvited and even in some cases banned from uh, from various conventions as a result. Uh, Dr. Lupo did confirm that at one point he, say no to rage, was banned from an event and managed to steal a creator badge and make it in anyway. <laughs> like heist movie status. Yeah, it's yeah. like no one's going to notice him. Right. Well, right, yeah. Um, and yeah, he was deplatformed pretty quick. Yeah. Um, very fortunately, he was dropped by every sponsor he had. He lost a lot of followers. Um, but that was just the tip of the iceberg. Um, the shit kept rolling downhill. More and more content creators within the Destiny community were called out for numerous offenses, everything from sexual harassment and assault to like really big deal, like DDoSing and like, you know, cheating allegations and things like that. Um, one of the most prominent um Clans, Bomb Squad Kittens, has been around since Destiny 1. It was, for a while there, considered, like, the premier Destiny PvP sweat lord clan. Like, it, you people were scrambling to get in there. It turns out that, you know, they were in cahoots with Orange Justice that was going around DDoSing other players and getting personal information and attacking them. And streamers far and wide came out to share their own experiences. <laughs> one of them that I follow a lot, Sir Demetrius even said the one time that he called them all fucking losers, they spammed his chat with racist messages and mm, went fun. to his discord and spammed him with porn. And yeah. Um, real quick, Dan, do you want to explain what DDoSing is? Sure. Um, it is a denial of service attack. Um, basically, if you think of like your internet traffic as like a freeway, um, if you throw you know a couple cars down the lane, it's going to keep going. If you put thousands of cars going down that lane, it's going to get traffic and it's going to come to a screeching halt. Um, so basically what it is is packets are basically like cars. And if um, somebody sends X number of packets to your, your ISP, um, and it gets overflowed. You cannot get a connection because it it can't handle the the yeah upload. Well put, Daniel. Well put. So we have sexual assault and sexual harassment. We have um, uh, cheating, straight up just cheating. Uh, heist level uh, <laughs> convention sneaking into. Yeah. Um, what else? Um. <laughs> I mean, and ended up, ended, blah, blah, blah. this ended up having a ripple effect um, throughout the gaming community. Um, several other big name, especially within Ubisoft and uh, EA, were ousted as being predators themselves. Um, editors at Kotaku, IGN were ousted. Um, 
I mean, it, it's, it's really hard to keep track of everything. There's, there's a few different resources on Twitter that you can find. I know Hoplite was keeping a pretty diligent record of everyone that had come forward, especially with regards to the Destiny community. Um, Dan, I don't know if you remember him. His name is Luminosity. He was very prominent during D1. Um, Maybe. I mean, I know the, the clan Luminosity, they're separate things. So. Yeah. Um, well, this guy was part of BSK. Um, after his own, I think after his own clan fell apart. But anyway, he was part of BSK, um, came out that uh, he had faked cancer in order to get some girls to send him um, suggestive images. Uh, there was a whole server dedicated um, to those images uh, on Discord <laughs> that it's, it's suspected Twitch staff even knew about um, and Discord staff may have knew, known about or some members of the staff. Um, within BSK, a lot of members in BSK are claiming they didn't know about it, or like if they did know about it, they they are apologizing and all that. But yeah, felony level crimes going on here. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You told me about that uh, around the time that it happened, and yeah. it it blew my mind. Uh, it, it sort of felt like uh, a second wave of uh, a Me Too type yeah. movement. Um, that sort of also rippled into cheaters and DDoSers and now clearly felony level offenses. Um, and I think that that's good because Hollywood and TV, they got theirs, uh, and it's still kind of coming out, trickling out. Um, but, uh, at that time gaming, it was sort of trickling out. Not a lot of, uh, game, uh, guys were getting, getting caught for this, but now there's like an explosion of, Mm -hmm. of me too movement type situations going on in the gaming industry. And I think that that is a very, very good and wondrous thing. Yeah. Bungie even updated their terms of service and they're going to be looking into, you know, taking action against a lot of these people. And it's like, you know, that's good. That's really, really good. And I mean, it's really nice to see the destiny community come together to take out the trash basically. And like a lot of people are talking about like, well, you know, this is, one of the like biggest things to happen, especially with regards to BSK, because again, they were top tier. Like you wanted, if you were a PVP sweat Lord, you wanted to join BSK yeah, or G1 and G1 had their own issues of having to flush out members that were ele- or accused of cheating and being part of that. And it's just insane watching it all go down. And obviously like the sexual harassment and the, the assault is a way bigger deal. Of course. But to take out the trash all at once is just like, wow, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. we just had a giant cleanse. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. do think, like, we do need to be careful about some things. Like, a lot of those are, you know, there's factual evidence that do kind of substantiate a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we need to make sure that we are careful about, like, lynch mobbing and oh yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, that just with, re- be- with regards to both instances, um, chat logs were leaked. Um, regarding BSK and Orange Justice, um, kind of tying all the people that at first tried to distance themselves from it, and then be like, "Okay, well, why did you, uh, why did you say the N word here, young white man? <laughs> like, right. You said it here yeah, in this yeah, chat at this are... time. So what's up? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and There's then, definitely some evidence on a lot of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then say no to rage. Straight up, didn't even didn't even try to deny that he did anything. But he did say, I also had a troubled past. And it's like, okay, well, mm. that's not, mm. that's not a reason. Right. Just save it for the judge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so was, 
Was that uh, was that the uh, bury the lead section <laughs> coming back strong? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, if we have a little mini Destiny corner, then we've got three more months before uh, Io and Titan and uh, Mars and Mercury go boom. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Beyond light hits. And- <laughs> yep, yep. We don't have time for Destiny corner. Sorry. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so we are You gonna are going to buy me that Exo Stranger statue though, right? Uh, we're going to take a break. And uh, right. when we come back, we're going to be talking about oh. something that'll uh, be uplifting and good and that is gamer charities. Uh, we think we need to talk about this uh, around this time. Like the Exo Stranger statue that you're going to give me? I wouldn't call that a charity. Um, we need but to talk about this around this time me. because it's it's an important time to donate to to, uh, to powerful and uh, loud voices in uh, more than one community. Um, but because we're a video game podcast, we're going to be talking about the video game community and uh, what we do to help out. Uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about when we come back. Uh, I hope you guys stick around because there's going to be a whole lot of links in the show description that you're going to have to click on and give money to. We'll be right back. I'm so bored. There's nothing to do. Why don't we play a game? Sure. How about Call of Duty Modern Warfare? No, I always get called a squeaker. Fortnite? Nah, Fortnite's Boring. Have a great Theft Auto 5! Mom says I can't play that game. I got just the thing. Whoa! Need for Speed, the Yeet. Where this time you can yeet your car across the whole world from just one drift. You can yeet through buildings. Bang into other cars. You can even go underwater. And coming this summer, you can get the DLC to go into outer space. Say again, please. Houston, we have a... The story is the best ever in Need for Speed history. Johnny, we have to go 100 miles in about 2.5 seconds to jump over that oddly placed train. How are we going to do it? And this time, as a GameStop exclusive, you get the legendary Master Yeet with two Yeet spray paints and get Yeet Nitrous in the beginning of the game. Need for Speed, the Yeet. Welcome back, everybody. And the topic this week is charity, giving back to the community from the community that we love so much. And uh, we're just going to start this uh, straight off with with uh, something that I've talked about on the podcast before. Um, and I will talk about it now because it is a charity and I, I love this charity. It is called Able Gamers. Um, these guys are so great because they go above and beyond uh, and create, literally create um, ways to play for people with cerebral palsy, with missing limbs or fingers, with, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, paraplegics, quadriplegics, any kind of physical disability that prevents uh, kids or older uh, adults to playing video games. These guys step up and find a way for those people to play those games. 
Um, and that to me is one of the most important things that a gaming community can do is make sure that everybody is a part of that community. Um, no matter your ability, no matter your sex, your sexual orientation, I, we shouldn't care. It shouldn't matter because everybody deserves to play video games. And Able Gamers makes those people who have a difficulty doing other things in life um, make it easier for them to play video games. And that, to me, is, is a huge, huge thing. Uh, so Able Gamers, uh, please check it out. Uh, before we go on, I will say that all of the things that we'll be talking about, all of the donations places, uh, they'll be in the show notes. And I will also put it on Twitter um, underneath the uh, uh, show uh, tag itself. So you can find all the information that you need right there if you want to donate. Just a little bit always helps if you can give. Um, let's see. I want to go to Dan next. Dan, which charity did you pick? Uh, well, I actually picked uh, Extra Life, <laughs> which uh, works with the Children's Miracle Network mm. uh, quite often. But basically, um, the one thing I like that... I think people don't realize when it comes to charities is that yes, you know, donating money, you know, is pretty much like the core element of it, but uh, not everybody has the ability or the funds to, to donate. Right. But that doesn't mean you can't do things. And that's where I think extra life really excels is that if you don't know, extra life basically gets people to stream a marathon. So you just play games, you start a, a stream, uh, you link to Extra Life and connect it through their service. And then, you know, you're on their little uh, cluster of streams. Right. Games and Done my, Quick uh, sort of uh, came from this or donates to this? I can't remember which one's which. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and so basically, just by playing a game that you would normally be playing, you can be on this cluster and people who are watching those with the means to actually donate can donate. So even if you don't have the, the funds and the, the ability to, you know, help out, you can still help right. by starting this and grouping together. You don't have to like leave the house. You don't have to do anything other than what you normally do, but it does bring people together to show that you can make a difference right. from pretty much anywhere. Yeah. It, it, it makes you a vector for donations. Um, yeah. Um, that's, that's great. Yeah. And you don't have to do the full, cause most people do a 24 hour long stream. Uh, I actually did extra life for two or three years in a row. There's usually like a one or two week, uh, period, not like a month where extra life kind of goes on. Um, 24 hours is very rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, if you do any bit of it, it does help out. And it's one of those streams that really, or one of those things that really can bring gamers because it is something gamers can do. Right. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Leonard, we're going to go to you next. What was the one that you chose? Uh, so definitely the one that I chose was Child's Play Charity. Um, just because it's honestly just a great program from, I haven't really done a whole lot of research because work life is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, but basically from what I got the gist of is that they actually help provide games to kids who are like in hospitals and possibly low income families as well. Um, which 
personally for me, uh, it's kind of a backstory for myself. Um, when I got diagnosed with type one uh, diabetes, I was in the hospital and I did not have any sort of consoles to play whatsoever. And uh, luckily there was a nice person who came from Child's Play that actually did donate some of their older consoles to Children's Hospital in Oakland. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. Child's play is, is um, they've been going around for a long, long time now. Uh, and that's, that's always good to see. All right, Kent. What was All the right. one that, uh, that you picked out for us? So I did things a little bit differently instead of, um, you know, relating to gamers. This is actually something that um, is referenced in one of the most popular games. Um, so you've probably heard of Metal Gear Solid. You've probably played a few games of them. And you may remember the group that one of the main characters forms called Militaires Sounds Frontiers, which is a uh, translation of Army Without Borders. Right. So that basically takes the idea of an existing charity, which is also similarly called Medicine Sans Frontiers, which means Doctors Without Borders. And they both relate in terms of uh, helping people that are ravaged through war or uh, diseases, anything like that. Um, so that is actually based off of that. And this is something that is actually really big, especially now because of COVID-19. Uh, their big uh, focuses are on like areas such as Brazil, which is like the worst hit in the world right now. I actually have a friend that um, I had met through school and he actually had to move back to Brazil uh, because dorms shut down. And he says it's a living hell over there. Um, oh, like if we think New York is bad, Brazil is exponentially worse. Um, and you actually can help people like that by uh, donating uh, to uh, msf.org. Uh, link down below we'll have, but uh, you know they help people regardless of you know race, religion, politics, anything. They are neutral and they post everything publicly on their financial uh, spendings and everything. So they're very uh, transparent and uh, they've helped tons of people. And again, not related to gamers, but I thought one of the biggest uh, series and gamings has uh, been influenced by this uh, company or by this uh, uh, organization. And it's a great cause to donate towards. Yeah. Honestly, any kind of donation um, to a decent charity like Doctors Without Borders uh, yeah, it doesn't matter if it's about games or not, man. Like, that's just a good idea to do. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend who was in the um, uh, Peace Corps, and they worked a lot with uh, Armies Without Borders, uh, or uh, <laughs> Doctors Without Borders, doctors um, uh, in Africa many, many years ago. So, yeah, uh, they're good people. They're good people. And, and, and as you say, incredibly transparent, which is a rare thing in the uh, charity business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, Katie, you're going to close us out. What was the uh, charity that you chose? Well, technically, it's not a single charity. Oh. It's a charity event. Oh. The um, GCX uh, Charity Stream Marathon for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Nice. Raised $6 million this year. For Damn. Yeah. 
Holy crap, that's a lot. That's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, um, it it was nutty. It was really nutty. Um, watching it live a lot of the times. Um, Bungie alone, I think, raised $3 million because uh, they got in on it, which was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly it was just streamers, independent streamers like Dr. Lupo. Um, I know Fruit and the Dream Team did it. Dado, Jez, you know, big. I'm naming Destiny people because yeah. I don't know anyone other than Destiny people. <laughs> um but yeah, it was it was pretty amazing, and this isn't the first year they've done it. Um, GCX has kind of made it a habit, and the Destiny community on a whole has made it a habit every year to raise money for St. Jude's. And this year they hit a new record, and six million dollars later, there you go. Like there you even go. during a pandemic, managed to pull that one out. I mean, I'm sure that the pandemic actually probably helped, considering that uh, you know, yeah, St. Jude Hospital pandemic. We 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 need these. Uh, kinds of places to get as much money as they possibly can right now. Yeah. Um, I know that even um, GameStop, uh, we don't talk about them very often, but uh, GameStop, I know, uh, uh, has huge donation pushes uh, to St. Jude's and to Make-A-Wish and fantastic, fantastic. Really quick, I do want to correct myself. It was Bungie raised $800,000 pushing them over that $3 million limit. I misread that. My apologies. I was even watching that. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, as I said, all of these places will be uh, linked down below in a very uh, in various places. Uh, and the one last thing that I wanted to say before I close out the show is that if you want to donate um, but need to get something back for yourself, that's totally understandable too. Uh, the humble bundle uh, goes on pretty much all year, and most of their proceeds go directly to uh, a very like varying. Uh, pretty much all of the charities that we mentioned in this episode, plus other ones that we didn't mention. Um, and they're doing amazing work. They have been doing amazing work uh, since they started. Um, so the Humble Bundle, you can get that through Steam. You can get that through uh, thehumblebundle.com. Um, again, all of this will be linked. So I'm just going to end the show. It is wonderful to be back in studio adjacent and recording this podcast again with you guys. I am really glad that we have uh, the ability to talk again. Uh, it's been far too long, and I hope everybody is doing well. Um, and if they're not, I hope they can talk more so that we can do better tomorrow and keep this uh, good feeling train going for as long as we can, um, because in these times, we don't know if it'll get worse or if it'll get better tomorrow. Uh, but at least today, at least right now, we can talk to each other and and have a good time doing that. So, as I say at the end of every podcast episode, until next game, everybody. Until next game. Silver Tongue Audio. Welcome, my name is Danny de los Monstros. 
I'd like to invite you to a brand new podcast that I like to call Dazed and Disturbed. Can we panic now? There, my friends and I will talk about a range of topics from sick and disgusting to fun and amusing. All this while participating in, uh... If you catch my drift. You can find the podcast at www.silvertongueaudio.org or wherever podcasts are being casted out these days. I hope to see you there. Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to lie down. Bye.